Hi everyone, it is I, Midori Stays, and you are currently tuned into watching Midori's World, the place where I share story times but also talk about stuff that's going on in the world. Now let's get the show started. Imagine this. Every day you wake up, you brush your teeth, then you drink orange juice, which in retrospect wasn't the great decision to make that morning. However, you still made it. You then get ready to go to a job that you don't like, even though you really want to call out. All because you have to pay your phone bill that week and you want to make sure you get enough hours to pay it. Another good choice. You then stay quiet at work when a crazy customer is wilding out on you because you know that you can't risk it today and you can't lose your job at this moment. So instead of engaging with that crazy customer who has nothing to lose, you instead disengage and walk away. Good choice. Yet, why are good choices so hard for people to make in their everyday life? Why do people not take ownership of the choices they make and try to learn from them? Why is that so hard to do? Yet, let me take you back to where this thinking comes from. If you've watched my recent podcast episodes, especially the Uber one, which is the latest one that came out, thank you. You're amazing. However, this train of thought connects back to episode four. So if you haven't listened to it, it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other podcast streaming services. However, I digress. To catch you up to speed, I got my bag back from my ex. Yes, a small feat in the beginning of my doomsday of a 2020 emotionally as well as expectations. However, it needed to happen. I'm glad it happened. And from here, I can go so much further. When thinking back to my ex, however, while getting things back, the conversation between me and him sort of went south. And he is still, to this day, my figure when I think of horrible, wicked people in the world that just have to have a one-way ticket to both hell and getting karma because goddamn does he need that one-way ticket. However, I digress because I'm in the works of forgiving him so I can find peace with my life and close the chapter of that part of my life because... Hating someone doesn't give you a golden star. Hating someone doesn't make you a better person. Hating someone doesn't doesn't change the feelings that you have for them. The only way you can change the feelings that you have for that person is going through those feelings, healing from those feelings, learning why you feel that way about that person, and then just releasing it. So that's what I'm doing. I'm going to forgive him. I'm going to understand why things happen and just learn and make better choices the next love partner that I have. Anyway, before things went left, he apologized to me. Yet that was all undone because saying saying I'm I'm sorry sorry 
and, and actually meaning it and, and taking accountability for what, what you've done, done to a person, person are two different things, guys. Most of the time in 2020, I'm sorry, and a person saying it is just their way of avoiding the true issue and just getting it out of the way as quick as possible instead of doing self-reflecting on why they did and said what they did to hurt you. It's to avoid looking within themselves to actually see that you were hurt, how it made you feel and how it affected you, but also it's to not look within themselves and understand the issue of why they did it and fix the inner problems of what they did. In reality, I'm sorry in 2020 is a throwaway line and we've all done it before. We've all said it to break the tension in a room or to stop a person from crying or in the hopes of getting rid of the icky feeling that we feel after seeing the disappointment on a person's face for what we've done to them. Yet, that's the real problem. That icky feeling is the doorstep to the growth that we need to grow as a person. When not looking into that icky feeling, we don't grow leading us back to the same or similar issue with the same or different person and the same feelings because we were too scared to look within ourselves, not realizing that one day that if we did not put that work in now, that it was all going to catch up to us in the future. Just like it did with my ex maybe someone you knew or know in your life, or maybe even it's you. If you are truly holding yourself accountable and are sorry, the issue that you got you into this doghouse in the first place would never happen again, or not as frequently. Which brings me to this episode, the power of choice. Most people who run away from accountability, including ourselves, act like we don't have any other choice, but But we we always always do. do. We may not like the alternative choices that we have because it requires us to change up our normal routines or lifestyle, but at the end of the day, guys, we always have a choice. We have the power of choice and we have the power to change our future and tomorrow. Look at my opening story. We wake up every day, we brush our teeth, and we still decide to drink orange juice. We didn't have to. We have free tap water, maybe milk, oat milk if you're bougie, but the fact still stands that out of all the choices you had, you still chose to drink orange juice, the thing that you knew was going to taste disgusting since you had just brushed your teeth, yet you still chose it and acknowledged the risk of choosing that. Yet, that was a choice you made, and you've accepted it, hopefully, Now, for others who don't understand that analogy, we also make a choice to shower every day. 
especially if you live in America, which is the only place where people shower on the daily just because it makes them feel better about themselves, but it also makes them feel clean. Whereas in European countries, most of them don't. But that's also due to the construct of the different societies, but also culture. However, even staying at a job you hate is a choice. If you put the energy that you put into hating that job into finding another one, even though it might still take some time, you would resolve your issue and you would also be at a job that makes you a lot happier. Yet, the problem that people would then say is that they can't get the same benefits or the same pay that they currently do at the job they hate. But my counter to this is, are those benefits and the money worth your sanity or your peace of mind? Make your choice. You could also get HR involved or the EEOC, but you choose not to because you fear backlash. With that said, the choice is in your court and no one else's. Yet, every day, there still is someone who says that I didn't mean to hurt your feelings, but in fact, they probably did mean to hurt your feelings because they had a choice to mind their own business or to shut the hell up, but they still chose to do or say things that they knew that you would not approve or would hurt you. There's also people who say that they're not happy with their life. But my counter to that is, okay, you're not happy with your life, but what steps are you actively taking to change that? None? Then what do you expect? Yet most people, even you and I, will or have said we didn't have a choice in the choices that we've made in life or the hand that we've been given. But there always is one. The only time there isn't a choice is when it involves sexual harassment, murder, or very, you know, catch-22 cases. In those cases, there isn't anything to be done in the moment, but there is something to do after. Now, guys, decision-making isn't always tough, but the circumstances and the people involved with our choices, especially when it's loved ones, make our choices hard to make. Sometimes even painful because the emotions involved around those choices and us thinking about how it may affect someone. Just think of all the toxic people we have in our life, even though you know in your heart you should let them go, but keep them around because you grow a fear of loneliness. Sometimes our choices can be life-changing. Sometimes our choices can be life-changing and the choice we make can leave us with more meaningful learning experiences. Yet that meaningful learning experience doesn't come without some pain for some people, sometimes even loneliness, but that's only temporary. It's a temporary loneliness. It's a temporary pain. It's a temporary sadness. However, people take that as forever. They take that as consistent pain and they don't see the outlook of how this pain this monetary pain will help expand them and expand all their doors in the future which is why people who decide and choose under those difficult circumstances to still choose that painful or not so unpleasant choice get bigger rewards and payouts in their life while those who cannot get stuck 
usually still having to make that painful choice, but now being forced to instead of their at their own accord. This also is the reason why some people are ultra successful and some are not because people's fear of change and taking risks. Roy T. Bennett once said, you are not victim to the world, but rather the master of your own destiny. It is your choices and your decisions that determine your destiny. Last week, I could have pushed myself to make this podcast episode and say what I had to say, but if I had done it then, my point would have not come out as strong now. Also, my mental state was not in the best place, so in my choice to not record, I in fact feel like I made the right choice, which is honestly the only person in which my choice should matter to because I will have to be the person to live with it. The bigger issue is that you're not being honest with yourself when making choices. Are you making a choice out of fear? Are you not pursuing something out of failure? Are you staying in a toxic relation due to the fear of no one else loving you? Are you making bad choices because you in fact don't love you? Be honest. If you can be honest with yourself and your choices, then kudos to you. However, most of the time we aren't. Most of the time we make bad decisions out of fear and run from the truth until it catches up with us. Yet, one thing my mom taught me is that what you do in the dark will always come to light. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, or even a year later, will the truth come out but when it does which it always does even on your deathbed you will have to face it and the person you've been running from that truth with will know the truth in which you should have told them so before you make a decision think about the repercussions it can have if it comes out and if you can live with it and if you can live with it you do you boo but if you can't I say don't And if you already have, make peace with it on your terms instead of it coming out on someone else's. At least then you can control your own narrative and hopefully it's the honest one. Life isn't always easy. There will be moments in life when decision making is tough. Many times it's the thought of the unknown and what lies ahead in our lives that paralyzes us because we cannot see it. But unless we're God or we're like the universe or I don't know, like Allah, we will not know where it's leading us. The only thing we can control are the choices we make. Consequences are something we have to deal with later of that choice that we made. But fear of the consequences should not stop us from making a choice. The choices we make define us as a person. And with that said, what kind of person can you define yourself as with the choices you have made up until now? Choice overload is a term used by Barry Schwartz in his book, Paradox of Choice. He explains that our mind cannot cope with the number of options we have and feels suffocated, leading to exhaustion and anxiety. 
To give an example, he gives an experience about him buying a pair of jeans is something which each one of us go through on our day-to-day lives to also different examples of us going to get food, clothing, mobile phones, televisions, headphones, sneakers, and a lot of other big to small things. We can all relate to making. Making a choice is not simple, but we have to do it, as at that moment, decision-making is crucial. We may go through anxiety, fear, and confusion, but we should never allow those feelings and thoughts to delay us from making a choice. To give some tips and pointers to help us while making a choice, I've wrote some things down. First, for making a big decision, think of your priorities, goals, and your future and how that decision or choice will impact your life. Second, never allow emotions to sway your decision. Like family, friends, loved ones, you should always make a decision based on how you feel and what you think is right. Number three, use your intuition, but also use your head to make your choices. If it feels right and you have a gut feeling, go for it. But if you feel like you have a gut feeling, but your head's also saying, oh, wait, let's hold on a bit. Let's speed it back a little bit. Maybe speed it back a little bit. Do some research before you make that choice. Number four, consider all the alternatives that you have before making a choice. Like the example of the orange juice, we could have chose to drink nothing. We could have chose to drink water. We could have chose to drink milk, but we still chose to drink orange juice. We had many alternatives, but we still chose that one, which is the same thing that I want you to think about today. Before you make a choice, think of all the alternatives that you have and really think if the first one you thought of was the right choice, because most of the time it's not. And with that said, guys, that's all I came here to say, the power of choice and knowing that you have it. And I hope you have an amazing day. I hope you're having a great time. And I hope that this helps you make better decisions in your future. Bye, guys. Oh, my gosh. You came back for another episode? It's because you love me, right? Well, if you want to see Midori's world grow, make sure to like, share, and follow my podcast as we grow this shit out like a mofo. Also, we will take over the world. Bye!